Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Our next guest on the Deeper Than Money podcast is Katrina Swanson. Katrina is a voice for women's wellness, vibrant living, and creating movement habits you're obsessed with. Katrina became a hormonal health coach after experiencing her own struggles. After years of trying to find answers through multiple doctors, healers, and neuropaths, nothing was working. She did her own research and went on to become a certified hormonal health specialist. Katrina is now passionate about empowering women to live connected to their cycle and find hormonal balance. I am so excited to welcome Katrina on the podcast. You are going to be absolutely obsessed with her. She has not only... Um, you know, she not only posts the most incredible, inspiring things, but she's also been a mentor to me and helped me implement and find hormonal balance in my own life. And so this is going to be such a game changer for you. And we're going to talk about all the different ways that hormonal imbalances can impact your bank account. So please welcome Katrina. Katrina, we are so excited to have you on the Deeper Than Money podcast. This is literally the number one thing I wish I would have learned as a 16-year-old. Everyone, everyone needs to know this, especially women, right? Because unfortunately, like women are the ones who this impacts most. But I cannot wait for you to be here, talk about all things hormones and money. So let's dive in. Can you first give us your elevator pitch of who you are, what you do, and exactly what hormone, um, like hormonal health balance is? Yes, absolutely. I first off am so excited to be here talking to you. Like Chloe, you are such an inspiration. You're amazing. And I love that we have like these two little niches of things that people don't talk about that we just talk about. Love it. <laughs> we just like lay it all out there. <laughs> Money and hormones and periods. Let's just talk about all of it. <laughs> it's amazing. So yeah, my name's Katrina and I'm a certified hormone health coach. And basically how I got into this is just through my own issues with hormones. I struggled so much with my hormones when I after I first got my period. My period was super, super irregular. I had so much fatigue, acne, uh, like weight fluctuations all through high school and college. Um, My period just sucked. Terrible cramps. Like I would have my period for sometimes up to a month, which is not good. And then I wouldn't get it for like six months. And so I just had a ton of issues. So yeah, I went and talked to doctors, naturopaths, healers, everything, and nothing really worked. So I just needed to find something else. I was like, I just had this gut feeling like this is not how it has to be. I don't have to be on birth control if I don't want to. Um, there has to be another way. 
So I did my own research, started seeing a ton of changes. And so then I went on to become a certified hormone health specialist. And even after that, learned so much, was able to heal myself so much more. And now I help other women do the same. It was basically that kind of thing. Like, I'm sure it was for you too, Chloe. It's like, okay, now I know this information. I literally can't go on in life and not help other women do other You feel like you have this like huge secret. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I can't, why, like, why has nobody been talking about this? Like, we need to bring this secret out and tell the whole world, you know? So, it's so true. So true. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And yeah, so I, and I've talked about this on the the podcast before, but for me and my own journey, like I, so I worked with Katrina for the first time um, in 2020 in like, I don't know, April, March or March, April, May, probably. I don't know. Um, Yeah. And she, her program we'll talk about later, but it just completely like changed everything for me. And I have always like, since I was 16, struggled with horrible feeling like just horrible um hormonal imbalances like having really really hard periods where i'm just like miserable um having breakouts like all of these things and as a 16 year old i was told like oh yeah no super normal everyone has that like you just need to go on like hormonal birth control and i was like okay like i was 16 i didn't know and had a horrible hate literally hated being on hormonal birth control but just thought that was what i had to do so was have been on, was on it for so long and then in towards the end of 2019 i was like i really 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 like that intuition of like this i have to just like get off of it like i want to have babies someday i've been on birth control for such a long time and i want to have time for my body to just like readjust before you know shane i want to have kids someday and i was so freaking terrified and katrina knows this i was so it was such an emotional decision for me to go off birth control like i was so scared because i was like shit was bad before birth control. It was bad on birth control. I've been on it for so long. What's going to happen to me when I just stop? And so um, that's when I joined Katrina's program, whatever. But I was convinced. And honestly, I probably would still be in that same position if I didn't know Katrina. But I was convinced that like anytime I saw somebody talk about like, oh, this will help your home. I was like, no, that works for other people. That would never work for me. So what would you tell someone who feel, who's like hearing this and they're like, oh, hormonal bliss or like this or that, like that sounds great, but like that could never work for me. Right. Yeah. You're definitely not alone in that feeling. And I think everybody for the most part does feel some level of that fear because it's what we've been taught. It's what we've been told, right? I would be concerned if somebody just like was 16 and was like, I know that there's like a natural way to balance your hormones. You know, like that's not, that's not like the norm. The norm is the other way, like how you were feeling. So what I would say to someone is first off, your feelings are valid a hundred percent. Everything you're feeling around that is valid and expected. Second off, you're not broken. Like your body and your Mm. endocrine system is beautifully designed to work. Like, for example, this morning, I hurt my back recently and I was in the physical therapist and we were talking about it and I was like, I just never feel, I feel like my back is never going to be back to normal. Like I felt this way for 10 years. I feel like my back is never going to be back to normal. And he's like, no, like your 
body, your back is designed to work. And sometimes Mm. your body just needs a little bit of support. It needs to be repositioned to head down the right track. And you're not going to be broken forever. And the thing too, and like, this is something that oftentimes women are like, or people that I see are like, well, you know, my mom had this issue. My sister had this issue. My grandma has this issue. I'm destined to have this. And that's not true either. Like the medical world used to think that genetics played a huge role in our health and what was going to manifest itself in our lifetime. But newer research actually says that genetics that genetics affect what issues or problems you will have by just 5%. So we used to mm. think like, okay, I don't know. Like in my head, I thought that was more like an 80%. Like if my totally. mom had cancer, there's like a huge chance I'm going to have breast cancer. Yes, you can, but it's actually more determined by your external and internal environment. So like what's around you, what you're bringing into your body, what you're surrounding yourself with, and what's going on inside and how you're, how you're impacting your internal health. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Totally. And it's crazy because so much of what your parents are doing or what their parents are doing is passed down. So like your external factors, even though it's not genetic, like those are passed down so you follow them and so you can get similar results. It's crazy. Right. I would I would have never done that though, the new research of 5%. That's wild. Um, and so going off that, like in our society, having cramps and moodiness and fatigue and back pain and all these things surrounding our cycle or a period is talks about as normal. And again, like I said, like I was told from a super young age that the only way to fix it was to go on birth control. And I am not kidding. I did not know. How did I find this out in my 20s, like my mid 20s, that you could only get pregnant like certain days a month? I literally didn't know that. I don't know how that's not taught in school. Like, I don't know if they're just like, that's part of like the abstinence is like, let them think they can get pregnant 24 seven. But like, I li- I did not know that. And like, <laughs> I had no idea. So what would you tell women who have had a similar experience who have felt like this is my only way? I literally don't know what other options there are. Yeah. Well, first off, same. Like I was also that woman that thought I could get pregnant whenever, like just willy nilly <laughs> and just get pregnant. Like sex equals pregnant. Yeah, sex <laughs> equals pregnancy. One time, like in Mean Girls, like you will get pregnant and you'll die, right? Yeah. Like every time you have sex, like that's what's going to happen. We'll die. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. So, yeah, a few different things in there. Cramps, really bad cramps, moodiness, fatigue, back pain, um, fatigue, like energy levels, poor sleep, all of that even poor productivity and focus, all of that has to do with hormones. And the biggest lie to our female society and just to society in general, but, you know, females are the ones that this affects mostly, is that we have to live with those pains and those imbalances. And it's just, it's just simply not true. Our body is designed to not have bad cramps. Our body is designed to carry us throughout our day and, yes, have different energy levels throughout, like, the four phases of our cycle. We can can get into that if you want to. But our body is not designed to feel tired every day at 2 o'clock or feel tired every day at 3 o'clock or have really sore boobs or really sore back before we get our period. Our body is not designed that way. And, unfortunately, birth control – 
doesn't fix the problem. Birth control is like a giant band-aid. Birth control can mask what's going on, but it's not getting to the root of the issue and it's not actually healing your endocrine system. Um, yeah, that's, that's I could go on forever, but (laughs) totally. So will you, that was one of like the biggest things initially that I learned. And this is also, you mentioned this and it, it reminded me of when I first had a call with Katrina, I was like, I just feel like my situation is so different than other people's. And she was like, okay, like, let me just like ask you some questions. And she's like, yeah, do you feel like you just hit a wall at like 2 p.m.? I'm like, are you in my mind? How did you know that? How did you know that? And, you know, she'd ask me all these things. And I'm like, every single one of these, that is absolutely me. And again, I just had this like story that like there's something wrong with me. And that's just like how good it gets. Like that's just like the normal. I just have to like put up with it. I just have to get through it. And so it's literally been wild to watch as like, at, you know, after months of like making these changes and learning this stuff that those symptoms disappear. Like I just, um, I actually FaceTimed Katrina um, like a week ago or a couple weeks ago and was like, oh my God, because I had my period and I had no cramping. And the whole time I was like, oh, it'll come the next day. Like it always comes. I'm always like in a fetal position in my, like in my closet. I'm like, it'll come, it'll come. And it never came. And I was like, holy (laughs) shit, that has never happened in my entire life ever. And so I like called Katrina. I'm like, I owe you my life. Oh my God. I'm so happy. But it's just, it was nuts because I didn't realize that the pill was a bandaid. I had no idea how birth control actually impacted my body until, you know, you basically taught me. So can you touch more on how the pill specifically, like what it actually does to your body? Yeah, absolutely. And I love that that call literally made my day. Like that is why I do what I do. When a woman tells me that she no longer has cramps or she's no longer tired or whatever it is, I'm like, this is it. Like how much more productive and how much more can you get done? And like how much more successful can we be as women when we don't have this shit anymore? Like, yeah, we're, we're running businesses here. We're CEOs. We're making money moves. We don't have time to like deal with our hormones. And it just makes me sad because we've been so muted. Like birth control mutes us, mutes our body, mm-hmm. mutes, our, mutes our magic that we really have specifically as women. And so it just makes me sad. But yeah, anyways, about birth control. So I just like to like always say this as a disclaimer when I'm talking about birth control because I don't – I did. I used to hate birth control, I'll be totally honest, when I first was learning all this stuff. But I actually don't hate birth control because – For a lot of women, birth control is the only option that we have. Like Mm -hmm. birth control is the only thing we're given to us to quote unquote like help with our hormone imbalances. And it's the easiest thing really for a lot of women too to to control their fertility. And so I don't like to be like, okay, this is the only thing you have as a woman and now I'm going to like ruin this whole experience for you. (laughs) You have have one option and the one option sucks. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I don't want to like be that person, but I also want women to know what birth control is doing to them because it's, Mm. it's, there's no, okay, here's what's going on now and here's what's going to be happening to your endocrine system when we go on it. So I just like, this is like my little disclaimer of like, if you want to stay on birth control, please, by all means, do. But, like, this is what's going on. So 
Anyways, um, so birth control pills basically are synthetic hormones, and their job is to suppress ovulation to decrease your your risk of getting pregnant. So when you are on birth control, you're not ovulating. Ovulating is super important to a woman's hormonal health. Suppressing that ovulation can have a ton of issues, one of which is increased estrogen, which I'll kind of get to in a second, which increased estrogen is like one of the biggest reasons why we have all these crazy symptoms like really bad cramps, acne, fatigue, PMS, all of that. So the synthetic hormones also suppress your natural production of hormones and Yeah, not only can this increase estrogen dominance, but it also can promote more stress, which the increase of stress can also throw off your hormones, which you know about, Chloe. It's like all in, we talk about all about it in hormones. And it can disrupt your gut bacteria, which your gut bacteria is super important for your hormones. Also, your gut health and your endocrine system is super closely related. And birth control pills can deplete your body of the vitamins and minerals that it needs to balance your hormones naturally. And a lot of those vitamins are your B vitamins, um, all the B vitamins, vitamin C, magnesium, selenium, and zinc. And those are all super important for keeping your hormones balanced naturally. So birth control is just kind of ironic. Like not only is it a big band-aid, but it's also decreasing your body's ability to balance your hormones naturally. (laughs) Oh gosh. It's just like, and it's just, it makes me sad. It makes me sad to think back to like 16 year old Chloe, who was like, especially after I went on birth control, like I just felt so blah all the time. Like if I compare, especially now, like I can remember first going on it and feeling blah and then just being like, I'm sure this will change. It didn't. I just got used to it. And then coming off of it now and just seeing like, it's almost like this is so dramatic and extra, but that's just who I am. It's almost like all co- like imagine like in the movies when it's like you see a movie scene, but like it's like black and white or like all the colors are muted. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, it's a flashback and then it co- pops back to like present day and the colors are so bright and shiny yeah. and everything. Like, yeah, that's literally how it feels for me in my experience of when I was younger and then when I'm birth control, how that felt and then also coming off of it. Mm-hmm. Like in both ways where I'm just like, oh my gosh. And I always on, when I was on birth control, I would always be like, what is wrong with me? Like, I'm not, I just like feel blah, like all the time. Like, and of course, like I had, you know, this was, I still had a great time and like, I was still happy and like all these things, but like, I always had that underlying, like blah feeling mm-hmm. where I'm just like, I don't like intuition of like, I know like, shouldn't I feel better than this? So love that you talked about that. Um, so now kind of connecting this to the money side of it, how can balancing your hormones detect some of those underlying health conditions that could potentially save you future medical expenses? Oof. Yeah, this is a, this is a huge one. Um, and like, how have we never had this conversation before, Chloe? I feel like- I know. I saw this question. I was literally like, this is brilliant. I'm like, getting excited and getting hot. I need to take off my sweater. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting hot in here. Ooh. <laughs> um, okay. So few things. If your hormones, and I don't want to like freak anybody out because a lot of this stuff is kind of scary. Um, but these are like worst case scenario things, right? So if your hormones are 
um, imbalanced and you just kind of leave them be whatever. You just go about your day and aren't thinking about balancing your hormones. The first issue would be like your symptoms get a lot worse. So your symptoms are a lot worse. Minor things. You're spending a lot more money on painkillers. Maybe you have to take a trip to the doctor, like some few extra trips to the doctors, whatever. That's like least, you know, expensive scenario, I guess. Just kind of a few hundred dollars Mm -hmm. here and there. But another big issue that can come from unbalanced hormones is issues with fertility. And fertility stuff can get super expensive. Like not only is having a baby very expensive, we're talking like $10,000 minimum, you know, if you have health insurance. That's like the best case scenario of how much you would spend on having a baby. But if you have any issues with fertility where it's hard for you to get pregnant, maybe you have to do IVF, um, maybe you have to take synthetic hormones um, if you if you decide to go that route, whatever it is, that's that's a huge expense. Um, having a having a miscarriage if if something's wrong with your hormones and then you have a miscarriage, that's super expensive. Um, so that's a whole like time in your life if you're planning on getting pregnant that can get really expensive if your hormones mm-hmm. aren't balanced ahead of time. Another issue, which would be like later in life, is menopause, postmenopausal years. So. Imbalanced hormones can lead to things like osteoporosis, even Alzheimer's, issues with your memory. Um, That's all hormone related. So, you know, we're talking like memory care facilities. How many thousands of dollars do memory care facilities cost? Um, If you were to have like an in-home nurse, if that was necessary, doctor's bills with like the osteoporosis, Alzheimer's, all of that. Um, And then high estrogen levels. So I was kind of talking about how birth control can increase estrogen levels, but even without birth control, a lot of, there are a lot of symptoms that have to do with high estrogen levels, such as like acne, PMS, cramps, all of that. And high estrogen levels that stay high can lead to a lot of other scary stuff too, like breast cancer, other kinds of cancers of your endocrine glands, like your ovaries and your uterus, even having to get them removed, like a hysterectomy. So there's a lot. I feel like that's a really scary – like I don't want to freak people out, but you're – like this stuff is not inevitable for you. You know, like Mm -hmm. there are ways to prevent this and super simple stuff. Like how simple is the stuff that is inside hormonal bliss or inside this stuff? Like it's so simple. And it's it's those things that it's like I feel so much better. So like it really doesn't feel like a like oh a, a huge tw- change or a huge this because I feel so much better. I'm like oh my god, I would have been doing this all along if I would have just known this and I would have just you know been able to do this. And I think also I love that you touched on like fertility because I why is like along with this like why is fertility not taught? I know we talked about earlier how I literally didn't know you couldn't get, you could only get pregnant like certain days a month and like a few days a month. But also I, I, in conversations like for years, I've been in conversations with women who say things like, oh yeah, I'm about to go off birth control because we want to start trying right away and not realize like for me, the first couple months I went up birth control, I didn't ovulate, AKA I wouldn't have been able to get pregnant if I was trying to, I was not. Um, and so for me, if I wouldn't have known that and I would have, let's say, I, I mean, I could have very likely stayed up at, stayed on birth control until, you know, Shay and I wanted to start make, you know, trying for a family. 
And let's say I did that, got up birth control and was like, okay, I'm ready. Like, woohoo, you know, put a baby in me. At that point, I would have not known that, oh, I have to ovulate and I can't do that yet because I have depleted hormones and all these other things. So it's just like, it's, I think on top of even like the money side of it, it's like the emotional side of how damaging that can be to not know that information Mm -hmm. and then how much money that can cost you in like not being productive, you know, and all those other things. So it's just freaking crazy. Um, So we touched on this earlier. Can you give just a brief overview? Because I want you to talk about, you know, frequently, you know, you know, you know, um, what you've taught me. Can you give a brief overview of the four phases of a woman's cycle? Absolutely. Yes. And this is, I realized I didn't answer one of the first questions you asked me, which is like, what is hormonal balance? And I really describe hormonal balance as being in touch with the four phases of your monthly cycle and how it affects your whole life when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to energy, when it comes to sleep, productivity, exercise, you name it, your hormones impact every single part of your life. Even like I would argue your money, your money spending habits. Totally. So yeah, the four phases of your cycle, I have called them frequently occurring lunar magic in each of the what is that called when like the first letter of each word stands isn't it called like an i was gonna say it too but i wasn't sure isn't it called a mnemonic device or is that something different Uh, i don't know (laughs) (laughs) like we're i was like i was like i was literally gonna be like the and then i was gonna say mnemonic device and i was like i can't say that because i don't know if that's what it's called when you like use the first letter of everything yeah i don't know whatever that's called mnemonic device, potentially. Somebody will call us out on it for sure. But um, (laughs) it is, yeah, the four phases of your cycle. So basically, women cycle, people who menstruate cycle on a 28-day-ish cycle, okay? So uh, we think of like, what? okay, how do I want to describe this? So our bodies aren't the same every day. Like we have our 24-hour clock, which is like our cortisol clock of cortisol wakes us up in the morning, keeps us going throughout the day, slowly decreases, and then we fall asleep at night. Uh, We have some melatonin secretion in there. That's like your 24-hour clock. And that's kind of how we've been taught as women to think of our bodies, right? Yeah. This is how my day goes, like the same every day pretty much. But that's actually not the case. Men's bodies function on that 24-hour clock, but women's bodies function on a 28-day clock. And within those 28 days, there are four different cycles. So one of the cycles is your menstrual cycle, which is when you're on your period. That's the M at the end of frequently occurring lunar magic. And then the F stands for follicular phase. This is like the beginning of your cycle. They can all be associated with a season too. So this is like springtime. This is when your hormones are rising, your energy is rising. There's like just a lot of refreshed energy, that feeling of springtime, you know, where you're like excited to start getting things done. You're going outside again. Um, There's just a lot of like lightness in the air. That's the follicular phase. Then you have your ovulation phase. And this is the only time when you can get pregnant if your hormones are balanced. Doesn't really apply if your hormones are imbalanced and you're not ovulating regularly. But um, if your hormones are balanced, this is the only time you can get pregnant. And this is like the fire season. This is summer. So your energy is really high. Your hormones are really high, um, really fiery, feeling sexy, all of that stuff. Okay. 
Then you go into your luteal phase. And this phase is um, associated with the season fall, autumn. So this is when your hormones, they're kind of high at the beginning, but then they start to decrease. So I like to think of it as that energy when you were a kid going back to school. Like you're really excited at the beginning to see your friends and be back at school and like get all your new school supplies. I don't know. That was like really exciting for me. But Sam, love it. <laughs> Super exciting. So it's like that excitement at the beginning. And then it kind of starts to drop off. Like we are physically kind of in the, the end of the luteal phase right now, seasonally, like December when we're recording this. So hormones are kind of dropping off. You're going into the holidays. It's just like that slower energy. That's also what is literally happening with your hormones are kind of dropping down. And then your menstrual phase is winter. So this is kind of like your hibernation time. This is when it's okay to take some rest days. It's okay to take a break from exercise. So within these four different phases of your cycle, you really have to treat each phase different treat what you're eating different, treat how you're exercising different, treat your energy levels and your productivity different. Think of yourself as almost like a different person energy-wise, I guess, through these four phases. Yeah. Totally. That that when I first learned that from you, <clears throat> truly mind-blowing to me. Just because there's this mentality in the business world also I think I see it a lot in like the fitness world where it's like we're no days off, like 75 hard, like go hard all the time or you're not being productive, right? That we fall into sometimes where it's like, I would be, you know, at the end of, you know, the ludicrous phase, just kidding, Jake called it the ludicrous phase. Um, but at the end of the luteal phase and being like, okay, going into like menstrual phase where I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. But if I rest, like I'm just being lazy where it's like, actually, like, you know, I love when you say this of like, resting is productive. Like it's literally what your body needs. So I just, I love that. Um, so you mentioned this earlier and I'd love to dive more into this talking specifically about money. How are some ways that you see unbalanced hormones leading to this unbalanced spending or like spending that's not in alignment when it comes to, you know, you know, that relationship of unbalanced hormones, unbalanced spending, basically. Totally. So if your hormones are imbalanced, one of the symptoms could be feeling really moody or feeling anxiety, like that unfulfilled feeling in your luteal phase right before your period or when you're on your period, when your hormones are the lowest, so your energy is kind of lower. If your hormones are imbalanced and your energy is dropping too low or your hormone levels aren't balancing each other correctly and they're not where they're supposed to be, then you might be looking to fill that void of like feeling incomplete. And mm -hmm. so I was talking to somebody about this the other day, like that I, I definitely used to do this. That was my time when I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to start my period. Like I'm feeling super off. I'm going to go like buy myself a new outfit or yeah. go, um, treat myself to whatever, which like it's good to – I think it's good to treat yourself 100%. I know you believe really? that too. But if it's not in alignment, if you're doing it to fill – a void that doesn't actually need to be filled by the thing that you're buying, then, you know, what can we tie that back to? What can we, what can we blame that on, you know? And oftentimes it can be hormones. Mm -hmm. 
oh my God, that's so, that's so cool. And it's like, you know, how am I supposed to spend in alignment when I don't even feel alignment in my body? Right. You know, it's like, that's just such a cool, deeper way, like deeper than money way of looking at it, of like how important this stuff is and just how this all meshes together of just going this, oh my God, I love that so much of just, and that doesn't mean for you listening, like, oh, I'm going to blame my impulse spending on my (laughs) hormones. It's just, it's, it's a like, wow, how much better if I can balance my hormones, will that bleed over, no pun intended, into other areas of my life? So, wow, love. Um, I, I keep telling myself, like, Chloe, like, let her talk, quit jumping in. But then you have such great points that I want to talk about. And so I like, no, I, I love you. it. I feel like you're really <laughs> hammering my points home and it's amazing. I love it. <laughs> so, talking about whether this be business owners, entrepreneurs, or at, you know, for our nine to fivers, how can like how can you work to use hormone balance as pro- to increase productivity as work mm-hmm. and then like simultaneously or in the in the same like in the same field of how can entrepreneurs then use their cycle to sync up with their businesses to be you know optimize their performance for sure this is like I could talk about this for an hour. I literally do. Like I have a talk where I talk about productivity. I did it in one of your groups, Chloe. Yeah. Um, like productivity in your cycle. I could talk about this forever. But like a very simplified way to think about it is to split your cycle from the four phases into two. So your follicular phase and your ovulation phase go together and then your luteal and your menstrual. So the first half of your cycle, the follicular and the ovulation, is more of like the outward creativity um, talking to people, just like creating stuff, creating content, creating whatever it is that you create in your field, scheduling that stuff for the first half of your cycle. And then in the second half of your cycle in your luteal and menstrual phase, doing stuff that is more can be done solo, but also can be done your own way and kind of like checking things off, wrapping things up. Um, yeah. So, So like, let's just, I don't know, what's an example of something that you would do like? What about like for business owners, like the masculine finance side of it, of like bookkeeping and like figuring out their tax stuff? Where where should that go? For sure. So I would say the the planning of it, like the creating Mm -hmm. your budget and deciding how you want to do the spending, that's like first half of your cycle stuff. And then the checking back in, seeing how you're doing, um, like crunching the numbers, adjusting anything, paying the bills that you have to pay, whatever it is, that's like the second half of your cycle, like analyzing it. Um, Mm. So you can kind of think of it as like the creative and the analytical. Like the first half of your cycle is when you can focus more of the creative stuff. And then the second half is when you can focus more of like the analytical stuff. So good. So good. And I've seen so much. And originally, I'll be honest, when I first heard you talk about this, I was like, how am I supposed to plan my business around this? How am I supposed to do this? And again, with all of the same thing with like eating and exercise and everything, it felt a little like, how am I supposed to do this? And the more you do it, it's like the more that when you make a small tweak, it feels so good and so in alignment. It's like you just crave more of it. So it just becomes so intuitive. And especially in business of like, 
okay, when are we planning our strategic stuff? When are we planning for things that I can control, right? Because there's some things where it's like, ah, that just falls somewhere. Like I can't control it. But like, so, you know, don't feel like if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my, now I have to like redo everything. Like, no, but when you have control over when a meeting gets scheduled or when you're doing your, you know, end of the month planning or beginning of the month planning or whatever, like how can you put that in alignment with you, with where you're at is just like so good. Okay. And also let me add something to that really quick too, because you know, like two things, if you can't control your site, if you can't control your schedule, like say you're in a nine to five and you don't have as much control over it or whatever, you have group calls. If you're a coach, um, then you can control like the energy that you're bringing into mm-hmm. it. So yes. like you can sit in your robe if you're like in your menstrual phase or whatever it is. Like you can. <laughs> you I'm can currently in a robe. I know you guys can't see me, but I'm, I am I am not in my menstrual phase, but I am in a robe. Um, I do believe in wearing a robe through all phases. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean to call you out. It just was like I saw you. And then I was like – Okay, rude. No, I'm just kidding. I I rock the robe life like it's nobody's business. Oh, same. You know I do. I'm all about the robe. <laughs> but you know, you can control the energy that you can mm-hmm. bring to it. And the other thing is too, like, I think we hold a certain responsibility as female entrepreneurs to shift the way it's been done. And mm-hmm. yeah, it'll it would be a lot easier to do it how it's always been and work in the confines of like nine to five and like I must do this every day and blah, blah, blah. But how cool would it be if we as women, which especially since there's so many more entrepreneurs like stepping out as females, if we can shift how it's been done and do it our own way and like re, you know, redo what's normal and how to function as a business. So I don't know. That's just another little thing I like to say too. Yeah. Love that. Okay. So switching gears, just like a little bit. Um, I love talking about, you know, your dream isn't stupid to people and just telling them and convincing them to go and like do that thing. And for me with you, um, to go kind of back in time. So I don't know. I don't think we've talked about this yet, but Katrina and I worked together. That's how we met. Um, I was her money coach and it was just so amazing. Loved every single second of it. And on a call, I will literally never forget this on a call. We're on a call and we're talking about your, it was like one of our last calls and we're talking about like your next like big plan of like for the year and for, you know, you guys and like what your big goals are and stuff. And, um, cause they, you know, she's at this point, she's crushing it. She doesn't need that, like, you know, monthly support anymore. She's like going to go fly off and, and just crush it. I'm like, okay, so what are like the big things? And you like, so you're like, wow. And Steven's like, tell her, like Katrina, <laughs> tell her. And you're like, wow. I mean, I, this, I have this, I, I I do have this dream. And I'm like, what is it? And you said it and you were like, but like, I should probably wait. And like all of a sudden I'm like, why wait? Like what, why would you wait for this? And there's so many people I know who are listening to this, who are like, they have that, right? I'm a firm believer. Everyone has that. They just haven't admitted it yet. If they say they don't, but who they're like, I have this dream, but like, who am I to go do that? Or this isn't the right time or this isn't this. And so 
for you to, to be there for that conversation with you where you're like verbalizing and like claiming that like, okay, you're right. This is something I want to do to you now running a super successful business, changing so many women's lives, just like completely crushing it, you know, having quit the other job, like all of those other things, having come full circle to this moment. What would you say to someone who's listening to this and they have that dream? Um, you know, they have a dream and they're just like, they don't know if they should take the leap or what would you say to them? Yeah. Um, first off, Chloe, thank you because you were like my biggest push. It was one of those things where I was like, I don't know if I'm ever going to do this. And you were, you pushed me off the deep end in like the best way possible. And <laughs> it was amazing. So thank you. Um, and but- what did I say? I was like, I need this. I was like, wait, what? This is a thing? <laughs> Like, number one, go after your goals, like 100%, go right now. I'm going to force you. But also, I literally knew this. I was like, I'll be your first client. I'm like, this is so amazing, wasn't I? I was like, I, I, I was shocked that this was a thing. So, okay, continue, continue. <laughs> that was amazing. Um, What I would say, so many things. I think the one thing that I would say to somebody is that if you are listening to your heart, and listening to what you really want to do, there is no possible way that you can fail. And like, mm. this is getting like a little, a little into like my spiritual woohoo side. But I think that if you have that desire to do something and that desire to want to, to help people in a certain way, you're doing the universe a disservice by ignoring it and by mm. not doing it. And if that desire is true and that's what your heart is really feeling and that's what you want to do, that's what you were like, say, put on this earth to do if you believe in that, then how could you possibly fail? There is literally no way that you could fail if this is your purpose. And so by getting super clear and like blocking the fear and doing all the practices or whatever to get rid of the fear and listening to what your heart really wants, like that's it. That you know, that's it. I don't know. Oh, I just love it. And it's so cool. Like to, for, for you, like to watch you, like just, you just like glue into it. And by glue, I mean like glow past times. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like you, gl- is it like glowed? I don't know if that's a word, but like, it just like immediately was like the most, this is like the most you I've ever seen you. You know what I mean? Like it just yeah. so you, like, it's one of those things where you look at, someone like you and you're like, she was born to do this. Like she was literally born to do this. It's just so freaking cool. So I love that. That was incredible, incredible advice. So for women who are listening to this and they're like, holy fluff to use your own phrase against you, like what, what do I do? Like, where do I start? What are the next steps I can take? How do I get information that I can trust? What are, what are your recommendations? I literally just made guides for the person, for the woman that is in this in this exact situation. They're called the Goddess 101 Guides, and there are seven of them. You can get them on my website. And it's basically a symptom decoder. So take your first symptom. Um, say it's like cramps is your worst symptom. Take your worst symptom, I mean. 
And you can get the cramps goddess guide and it'll tell you everything you need to know to start to balance your hormones naturally so that you no longer have cramps. That is a great place to start if you're like, I just want to like get rid of these symptoms right now. If you want to like learn more and dive into the whole holistic healing around um, hormones, I don't have any books yet. We'll see. I don't know. Yet. Um, but I love anything by Alyssa Vitti. Um a, she spells her name like not the typical Alyssa. I'm going to butcher it. But Alyssa Vitti, V-I-T-I. I don't even know if that's correct. There might be two T's. Any we'll fact check it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. Please do. Um, anything by her is amazing. She talks all about cycling. She talks about hormonal health. Um, she, all of her books are a great place to start also. Awesome. Um, and so, and also you have a signature program, Hormonal Bliss, which I went through, which was literally transformational for me. And I think rumor has it that doors open for that soon. So tell me a little bit about that program, but also about what Hormonal Bliss looks like for you in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So inside Hormonal Bliss, we actually have a mantra And that is that I radiate feminine beauty from the inside out and I am synced with my cycle like a goddess. So that kind of describes hormonal bliss all in one. Mm -hmm. Hormonal bliss is taking you from this symptom-ridden woman who is so lost when it comes to knowledge about her hormones, when it comes to how to transition off birth control, and it takes her to this woman that is so empowered by her hormones and understands her unique energy levels, how to balance her hormones naturally, what it means when symptoms come up and what she can do to take care of them. So that's hormonal bliss in a nutshell. It's my baby. (laughs) I love that. I love that. I, I seriously, this is the, I always say this and I feel like such a like loser saying this, but this is not a sponsored thing. I literally paid, went through it and it was the best thing I like I've recommended so many people to go through it and then they've gone through it and loved it so if you're listening and you you know the goddess guides and I also have the goddess guides they're amazing um but if you're looking for that transformation we'll put the link um in the show notes that you can at the very least apply and see what that would look like for you um in your life so and again I know we've talked about this so much but it's like the hormones impact everything so it's like for me it was like what would that look like to balance my hormones and how would that impact my personal life, my business, my happiness, my like motivation, all of that other stuff, which it's like, it literally is priceless. Like as cheesy as that is, it's literally priceless to have that. And that was for, for me, one of my biggest stressors. So again, just ha- cannot say enough about it. Five star, five star review. Okay. <laughs> to wrap it up, I love, this is one of my favorite questions to ask people. What is a big ass money goal of yours? Either you can share it for like you personally or in your business. What's a big ass money goal? Hell yeah. I love this. Um, my big ass money goal for 2021 in my business is to become a six-figure business. I just launched my business almost a year ago. So my goal for year two in my business is to become a six-figure business. That's that's the big ass yeah. biz money goal. Um, personal money goal, I mean, Chloe's really taking care of those <laughs> for my <laughs> <laughs> but we're like in the dream big 
it's so yeah. funny. We dream big with our money. Like that was one of our homeworks from you, Chloe, is to have mm-hmm. like a once a week time when we sit down, 10 minutes, talk about our big dream money goals. Like we do that daily. We're always oh. like, we're going to do this and then we're going to do this. So I would say our next biggest personal goal is to build a house on our back property. We bought our house two years ago and we want to build a second home and rent out the front house, a little Airbnb, passive income. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's amazing. And and it's like the cutest. Like I just love every, you're so aesthetic. Like everything you do, I'm just like, oh, stop it. Okay, fine. I'll like come start your Airbnb. Okay. Yeah. So where can people, of course, we're going to have all this in the show notes, but tell us one more time, where can people find you? Tell us website, Instagram, all the things. Yes. So my Instagram is Katrina Ray Swanson. Ray is spelt R-A-E. My website is katrinarayswanson.com. Um, yeah, I have a free Facebook group, which is pretty poppin'. It's called Love Your Cycle. You can find it off my Instagram page. Love that. Well, thank you so much. Like, you know, it's a fantabulous episode when it's like this long. Like I like to keep episodes so short and I can't like, this is just such a fun topic, such a fun conversation. Thank you so much for coming on the deeper than money podcast and talking about all things hormones and how it impacts money and all of those things. We are so grateful for you. If you love this episode, please go leave a review, tag us on Instagram, and we will see you back next week for another episode of the Deeper Than Money podcast.